0: And welcome back to another episode of The Last Take. Special guest with you, Jake Salins from Chicago, Illinois. He'll be joining with us today. Uh, Husker Athletics, we'll be getting into with our baseball um, series with Michigan and then with Omaha, big disappointment there. And uh, some recruiting, I know a lot of transfers for basketball. Then we'll dive into some MLB tier listing today. It's been a while since we tier list for that. And then we're going to talk about, the Masters, and the NBA playoffs. Tommy Frazier, he is easily above Cam Newton. I, I highly doubt that. Nebraska finally beat
1: the Iowa Hawkeyes. Two players to watch, I have Casey Thompson and Anthony Grant.
2: All-time wins-wise, we are still probably easily the best teams. How about that block punt there? That was the highlight of the game for
3: me. I mean, their safeties could not handle our receivers. That atmosphere can
2: get pretty loud. Oh boy, where do you even get started? This is the last take.
0: Alrighty, well, let's introduce you to our special guest. We didn't do a lot with Trevor last week, but we're gonna do it with Jake. Um, you know, learning different things. So, Jake, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you would like the listeners to know about you.
4: Uh, what's up, guys? Uh, it's been a it's been a while since I've asked to be on. You know, you guys promised me I'd get on some some part in the semester, and here we are. So, I uh, just wanted to say thank you for having me. Uh, like you said, I'm from Chicago. You know, I'm a freshman. I live on the same floor as all these guys. And
2: uh, Good old Able 7.
4: Good old Able 7, and I'm uh, really excited to be on the pod today. It's
0: going right. to be a good one. All righty. Well, I'm going to hand things over to Dylan since he's going to be taking care of our Husker Athletics segment. Take it away. All uh, right, so we're going to start up with Husker Baseball. Uh, we had an overall very good
3: weekend. I would say we um, won t- we won two of three games against Michigan, which is very impressive because winning on the road against a very good Michigan team it's 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 good for us because we g- got to start building up that NCAA resume and getting big wins o- on the road. And we can also include two Kansas State win uh, last week as well. Really helped us, but with the uh, with the, we ended up winning on Friday in extras, which was very nice because um, it was a very slow offensive game. We really didn't get much going. Actually, neither did Michigan. And then um, uh, Bryce Matthews hit a two-run shot uh, in the 10th to get us with the lead, and then we ended up uh, you know, slowing them down, and they uh, Michigan ended up not scoring, and we ended up winning the game. Uh, Saturday, we... Very disappointing. I, I'd say uh, we lost six to eight. We gave up. Oh, it, it's tough when you leave sixteen runners on base. It's not good. We're not very. We didn't. We didn't do very good um, with runners in scoring position. We probably should have won the game, but it's unfortunate. And then Sunday we really just destroyed them. Obviously eleven and three. Yeah, they had no chance. It felt like. Uh, me and Blake can talk about Tuesday or yesterday. Uh, Omaha,
2: that was rough. I mean, just such a disappointing start to the game. Like there, there seemed to be no fire in the guys. Like it was just out there. The game started, and you know the past two games I attended, it it seemed like that there at least was some intensity from the players and stuff like that. Even before the game, I didn't. You know, I was looking around at the guys, and it, they just didn't seem kind of as hype as they normally are, and it just because it's the middle of the week, and it's yeah, Omaha. but I mean, yeah. well, you're, you're just, Omaha come, you're just coming off, you lost, A. you lost last time, so I mean, you can't say it's just Omaha. I, I feel like that's you're not in the position. It is, it is just Omaha. Either. No, you're not in the position to do that when you just lost to him last time, and you lost to another in-state team, Creighton. So I feel like no team is just it's just that, especially with how iffy our pitching has been. I don't want to get all into that because I mean, it kind of sorted itself out there in the end um, but yeah it's just we're not in the position to say oh it's just this team When we can easily lose obviously losing back to back to Omaha um, who knows what the third game will be but it's just it's a little frustrating when you come off that big of a weekend you know that, that win over uh, this series a win over Michigan um, and then you just have the midweek game and it's just kind of like whatever but you know there's optimism to uh, Friday but we'll go back to Dylan here
3: yeah but so you got the But you know, a loss is a loss. It's Mm -hmm. fine. We we fought our way back into the game, and we actually looked pretty good. We had a chance to win, and we were unable to do it. But we went into extras, and we were just the pitching kind of fell a little apart. Shea Shanneman allowed the run, and that kind of sealed it. Kind of felt like it's because two straight ground outs in the tenth, and it was just unfortunate. And then, uh, and Dylan, you actually wrote the script for that. (laughs) I was joking about that, um, but yeah. So this weekend we have uh, probably the worst team in the Big Ten in town, at least record wise. They're five and twenty-two on the year. Northwestern Wildcats.
2: I hope we win all three. Uh, yeah, sweep would be, sweep would be huge. Honestly, that I, I think we can do it. And granted, again, I, I still don't know how to feel about this team because it's like we get a few good 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 games going. And uh, then we get to the point where it's like we have the one stinker game, right? You know, the midweek game. And it's like, oh, boy, what are we going to bring? And then we play good again. So it's like, I don't know. I, I can never get my expectations too high. but I, if d- I do think we broke the Sunday
3: curse yes. after winning last week. Mm-hmm. But we did also lose on Saturday, so we didn't have to lose on Sunday at that point. Yep, Because we, we really haven't lost a weekend series since San Diego. So, I mean, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, nothing much with Northwestern, nothing really to preview. They're not good. Yeah, so I mean, it's like, if we lose, I would. They are not last in the Big Ten though. Yeah. Ohio, uh, Ohio State, and Penn State are tied. But uh, yeah, that's for baseball. Um, we have a couple big recruits coming in today. Just this in today. I'll start with football first, actually. Yeah. So yesterday, three-star offensive tackle Ashton. Oh my, what's his last name? Murphy, out of Elkhorn South. He's a three-star offensive tackle. It's a must-get for in- in-state. So, yep. Again, we—I've said this multiple times. Just getting the
2: recruits come in in-state is a priority. Which Matt Rule has had exceeded all expectations for that so far of just keeping the in-state. So, yeah. And then um, I see that uh, Anthony
3: has brought up Bryce Williams. I'll start with him first. Uh, he was the second commit of the day for, for the Husker. Jeez, uh, basketball for transfer transfer portals. Or transfer portal commit. Bryce Williams. Out of was, Charlotte? Yes. He went to Charlotte. Uh was the college basketball invitational MVP. You can talk Anthony. I know you're about to talk. You weren't? Okay, never mind. But yeah, so he averaged about thirteen almost fourteen points per game and he shot about forty percent from behind the behind the line at uh three pointers. So that's pretty big. And then we also got the the Bradley chancer, uh, transfer. I'm not gonna attempt his name. Yeah. It's it's I think he's from uh Netherlands? Netherlands, yes. Yeah. So
2: he's he's pretty good.
3: Um that's a big they're both four-star transfers, so that's yeah, pretty Yeah, so big. they were
2: they were top and like the I think on 3 had like their like the top 10. And I think uh I know at least the Bradley guy was on there. Um but I mean these are just huge pickups that are just like these guys they perform well, so you know you're going to know what to get from them granted they I feel like we learned last year even with transfers there's going to be still a a little bit of a of a learning curve for him. Um, Bryce Williams, he's a junior, so we're not going to get. I, I I'm glad he's he's had a time to I feel like develop, so we don't have to really uh, worry about developing him. Um, what about the one guy from Bradley? What do we know? Grade he's in? He's a junior, or senior. So okay, he's been there for three years,
3: but there's also the COVID years. So.
2: Yeah, so we we still got some time with them, but they're still huge pickups, and of course. Um, I, I had no doubt in Fred Hoiberg getting some good guys in the transfer portal. So, and we still have more. We I didn't mention this last week, but
3: Hunter Silas entered his name into the transfer portal. If you guys are, fr- if you guys you you listeners are from here, uh, he was a five star. He was top ten recruit in that uh, the class. I think it was twenty nineteen, um, or twenty twenty. The twenty twenty class. Uh, we were in the running for a bit, and then he dropped us out, but he would have been a one-and-done guy if he actually played right away at Creighton, but he was unable to do that because, you know, a lot of players had the COVID year, and Gonzaga just likes having a bunch of fifth-year seniors so mm-hmm. or just the older guys. So he's put he put his name in the transfer portal. I feel like he is... It would be really nice to get him. I'll just say that uh, he has a he has set up a visit, official visit, for of the weekend of the spring game next weekend. So
2: that'll be pretty big. Um, any other thoughts? I don't really have much. No, I mean there, we just got some um, big big recruits. Uh, Anthony,
0: I think uh, Hunter Silas. He definitely was a player at uh, Gonzaga that they. He's a low baller play, but also one that played in the big minutes. Like especially with the UCLA, he played in 21 minutes. You know those big ones. uh, I mean, he only had five points, but he put in. But he was uh, on. He's on the court a lot. He came off bench a lot. I think he's more of a defensive reliability for the team. Um, Only gets five points a game, but he shoots it very well. Forty seven percent from the field. Uh, Unlimited shooting, but yeah, that's not bad. But I think as a player of his caliber to come here would be pretty helpful because I think what we're trying to do is probably we, say we, we don't know about him yet either. he's still very questionable and he's questionable I think well, we're
3: building the team around or building the team for that say he doesn't come for his come potential back. So he doesn't if come he back, returns
0: yeah. and then losing guys like Greasel and Walker Damn. I mean we're trying to replace him and we did that very well uh, with the transfer from Bradley so and, um, it's going to be interesting Let's say the
3: Bryce Williams guy Is seven guards So yep. small forwards So that does help
0: It's just going to be interesting Now can we get the high, or Can we get transfers And also high school recruits So I mean It's
3: kind of Almost too late For the high school recruits I want to say We kind of missed out But we did get Eli Rice from uh, I want to say Not Sierra Canyon But IMG I don't know Is it IMG I think it is But He's a three star But that does help Um Let's see. He is from IMG Power Forward. So you were right. Yeah, I mean that's our only uh, signee so far, but that's okay. Jake, you have any uh, closing comments?
4: Um, you know, going back to the Bryce Williams uh, transfer portal portal get. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys watch any uh, tape of him and his his uh, past seasons, but he he's a dog, man. He's a sniper. He can shoot lights out day in and day out. Uh, I'm really excited for him to join the team. I know Hoiberg. Uh, my thoughts on Hoiberg are still up in the air, you know, being a Bulls fan and all, but uh, I, tr- I trust him and I, I trust that he'll he'll still be developing into a, a good, solid pickup for us.
3: Yeah, that would be nice, and yeah. hopefully, Mark, yeah. do you have anything about the uh, Bradley guys? Because I know you you said something earlier today on the in our group
1: chat. Yeah, um, you know, he looks really good. I think he's a big get for Bradley. I'm. Sorry, not Hoiberg. Bra- for Hoiberg and Nebraska, I think he'll be a difference maker next year when it comes to
5: Charlie. Joke, Charlie, you got anything? Uh, I think you guys touched on most of it. Just uh, excited. And then with the visit as well, I know, had the chance to get uh, Silas, uh, I guess, how many How many years ago? You said two or three years ago now, uh, out of Omaha. So, yeah. now it's uh, maybe, might happen now. So, it's, hopefully that works out. We did miss out on Isaac
3: Trout. He transferred to Creighton. He mm-hmm. was a very good player out of Grand Island. Too bad his team was not good. He was the only player on that team, but it's probably smart for him. But he immediately transferred to Creighton, so his girlfriend went there. Yep. So <laughs> I g- pulled, uh, Adrian yeah, pulled, pulled Adrian Martinez. Yep, pulled did pull an
2: Adrian Martinez.
3: But overall, I mean, excited to see uh, the rest of the recruiting process, even for football too, and just spring football is coming up next week. Should be exciting. I think we're all going into the game at least. Mm-hmm. Yep,
0: and definitely some of will be talking about more as on a, on a radio show maybe next week. So yes, but
3: yeah, um. overall just excited. Hopefully baseball just wins. Yep, don't lose, please. But yeah, that uh, I'll send it over to Anthony. We can move on to the next one, or actually we're gonna take a break, right? All right, take a break. <laughs>
0: Welcome back. We are going to do some tier listing. It has been a uh, not a long time, but it's kind of been a while since we've done it, since we've done media personalities. This one we're going to do uh, kind of a little bit different. We are going to do MLB projections. So with the MLB season in play, still very, very early to a long season. But we're kind of having a rough idea of what the teams look like and what they can project onto. So we're going to do the tiers. We got six. Of them uh, top one being World Series contenders, playoffs, and average. Then the bottom three are gonna be like just a few years away, like they got potential, but just not this year. Terrible team, and then booty hole bottom. All right, that's just low of the low.
2: That that's okay. something that Dylan I was uh, when we when we were making this tier list, or when Dylan was making it, I sat down by him and I'm like, All right, what should we do down the bottom? We have to do something fun down at the bottom and Dylan said booty hole bottom, and I'm like, We gotta do that.
0: There we go. So all right, the first, so we're gonna do through all three teams. For try and go as quickly as we can, um, but so the Colorado Rockies, they are our first team. We're gonna go over through right now. They are uh, currently last, <laughs> five and eight, uh, bottom third of the National League, not doing too well. Uh, point differentials a uh, minus seventeen. I just know I like my stats, so. Um,
3: I don't know. <laughs> they're like in between few years yeah. away and terrible team.
5: Mark, what do you think? Uh, terrible, terrible, terrible. I think they're still, uh, it's, you know, definitely compared to last year, which they, they haven't been a good team really since they gave away some of their bigger players. Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story, now gone. Uh, definitely after making the playoffs a few years ago, a lot of Rockies fans were upset with that. Really, just got a couple of prospects in exchange, but. I, I just don't think they're going to be any good this year again, but who knows? It's early five and eight, last in that division, tough division as well with the Dodgers and the Padres. So I I would uh, I would agree there and the fine. Diamondbacks I guess and this the, year are they yeah they're going to be they're playing football. good right now doesn't yeah. mean they're going to be good in a couple months so I, I yeah I, I would put them probably in the terrible team for this year
0: yeah that's I think we all in agreement for terrible team okay all right. Uh, San Diego Patres, obviously, I think they're in the contention to obviously win the World Series. Um, everybody's healthy. They get uh, Tatis back next yep. week. So, I mean, right now, 7-6, and kind of mid in the national, but one Soto, Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado, I think they're definitely a playoff team for sure in my mind. I'd
1: say a World Series contender.
0: I'd say playoffs right now, but... Jake, you got anything?
4: Uh, you know, with the absence of Tatis, you know, this team's only going to go up. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it's between playoffs and World Series contenders. I can i can certainly see him winning it all.
5: I think for now I would actually put him in World Series contender, but I've got to see kind of how the rest of the list goes, I think, before. We can, before so we're done, we can, done, I we can would, go over it. But. I would i would say World Series contenders. I agree with that, World Series contenders. Yeah. All right.
0: Uh, I think when Tatis gets back next week, Ribbit. they're, they're going to be pretty good. Coming back from that suspension... Uh, from last season. Next on the list, Atlanta Braves, eight and 4 on the year tied for first with the Milwaukee Brewers. They uh, are legit. They are, I can tell you that. Really good. Um Ronald Acuna Jr., he's the goat. Uh I'm just briefing that. I'm not really meaning that, but like he's legit. Uh Max Fried on the on the Diamond. Um He did get injured actually on opening day, but I, I don't know what his status is
3: cuz it's National League, but
0: I don't know. Yeah, I mean World Series contenders for sure. They they're doing a really good job. Their
3: they, offense is hitting. They've right only now. gotten better since their World Series back in 21. So I'd say playoffs. I, I say World Series. I would say World Series easily.
4: This team's uh, they're scary. They're scary. I, First, I see them this World
3: weekend, season. so I'm a little I'm nervous That's for the right. Royals. You're going down there again. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I definitely say World Series. I would contenders. say World Series as well.
0: All right, this team is. Uh, one of our very own, the Seattle Mariners, Charlie, uh, is not a fan of how they're doing so well. 5-8, and eight, uh, bottom four of the American League. Uh, made the playoffs last year, but I'm not really too sure if they made any roster changes in the offseason yes, or what their did. thing was.
5: Yeah, they did. Castillo
3: and they got Teoscar Hernandez. Wong. Those are the big ones. They Colton got Colton Wong. Wong. Colton Wong I, as well. I,
5: I don't think Mariners fans are too excited about that move so far uh, <laughs> with what they've seen based off what they've seen so far I would put them in the playoffs still I think a lot of people before the season thought that this was going to be a playoff team again it's still early um, and I mean they yeah just yesterday they're, they're playing the Cubs or they just wrapped up a three game series there had a 7 nothing lead and ended up blowing that and gave up 14 runs but uh, just still early in the season so hopefully I know a lot of Mariners fans just kind of after making the playoffs last year high expectations again this year maybe some starting to panic already, but it's a long season. I would still put them in the playoffs.
2: I, I'd think playoffs. I think they'll get stuff going. I'd say playoffs. I, I'd i a little bit disagree there. I don't want to skip over you, Jake, here because I feel like we were actually going in order for a second. But I, I don't know. I just kind of feel average right now. You know, after looking at, across a few websites, um, one one website that I go back to a lot is SportsNot. I feel like they have some pretty underrated coverage. And they have them at like 12th on their like power rankings right now, which, I mean, is a little above... the the playoffs yeah middle of the table so i mean that that's barely playoffs and they were previously ranked eighth so i mean i'd say that yeah playoffs are average right there
4: i mean my roommate's a huge mariners fan and for him it's all mariners all the time uh so his their games are always on the tv so pretty i'm stuck watching them all the time but at least from what he's been saying uh high there's high expectations for them so i'm I'm gonna shout out him Uh, i'm gonna put him in the playoffs Yeah, I'd say playoffs.
3: I just feel like they have too many good players to miss the playoffs.
0: And this is still like a long season. You know, they might be bottom right now, but we got a long way to go. Speaking of long, which to go, uh, the Miami Marlins sitting there right there, six and seven, kind of below. Their point differential not good at a minus twenty six, despite kind of being close to five hundred. my personal thoughts, I just don't watch baseball a lot, but I think they're just kind of an average team or maybe a few years away. I know they are kind of close into making the playoffs last year. They do um, have one of the
3: best pitchers in the league with Sandy Alcantara, but, I mean, I mean, they could maybe play, make the playoffs, but they also are in a very difficult division. They, they're in the same division as the Mets and Braves, mm-hmm. so I'd say about average to a few average. years away.
0: I'd say average. I agree. Average, all right. Okay. Ooh, this is Uh, an interesting one. I say, this one, Mark has a very strong opinion about this team. (laughs) Uh, Um, The Los Angeles Dodgers. World Series contenders. I mean, I think that's pretty much. uh, I I think that's fair, but I'm going to put them down in the playoff spot. Uh, I could see it too. I I think they're kind of that one team that, like, it's L.A. they're They're like the Lakers, you know. They're supposed to be the high above the team every year, but they don't really get the job done. I can see them in the playoffs, but I don't really think they're legit, despite having all that, like, high payroll around sometimes money doesn't buy you everything and it can't buy you a championship it's, it's shown it's and, and definitely so shown. I think they're just a playoff team Jake what do you think
4: uh, booty hole bottom I'm obviously <laughs> kidding uh, last year they were one of the better teams in the league uh, probably should have done a lot better than they did in the playoffs uh, I mean obviously they lost Trey Turner that was a big one uh, but I still see them uh, as a potential World Series champion
3: Good. I think that's pretty much guaranteed I think I'd say World Series contenders because it's it's still the Dodgers, and sometimes it does work out. It, they have won a World Series, but i say they, they they won it in the
0: 2020 season. Yes, so. the COVID year. Yep. Yes. All right, Baltimore, the Baltimore Orioles. I'm a few years was, away. A few years away I'd from would Say average. I would
5: say average as well. I think last year they were kind of like. I, so as a Mariners fan, I kind of saw the Mariners two years ago were a very similar team to the Orioles last year. They a lot of won a lot of like one run games, close games, and then toward the end of the year, kind of you know they just kept finding ways to win. And I think it showed you know maybe next year they could be in the mix again to make the playoffs. So I I think I don't really see them making the playoffs this year. I think they'll be close though, better team maybe than some people expect. So I would say average. I, I agree. S- I'm thinking average. I think. For me, they're above
0: the average, below the playoff spot. Because last year, uh, they were kind of close, but then they stumbled in the, the late games, as you were saying, Charlie. They're clo- They can win the ru- the close games. Um, they have one of the best catchers, the young rising stars, and Adley. Adley yeah. And then um, no, he's not. In the,
5: They've got that uh pitching prospect as well. I believe. Uh, I forget what his name is, but he's supposed to be pretty good as well. But uh, I, I do think- have a former
0: Husker, K. Povich. He's in Double A. So- I think it's probably their time now to at least maybe shine. they got a young core coming in, but I'm going to put him in the average tier. Uh, they're close to the playoffs, but we're going to put him in the average. Um, for a listener who's actually probably going to be, be on the podcast or radio show later on, uh, he's a fan of the Boston Red Sox. Um, Ryan Eickhoff. Ryan
4: Eichoff, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fancy Mark himself. That'll be, that'll be a great one, too. All
0: right, right. They're sitting at 5-6 and six right now, kind of mid in the American League. Playoffs. Ooh. That's, that's bold. It's that's kind of hot.
1: Yeah, um, very hot take.
0: Say they're, they're really good in like the 2016 to 2019 era, uh, especially when they won the World Series in 2018. Um, I think my personal opinion is just average. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say, average. say about average. They might make the playoffs. They might. I don't know. They're like your Brewers. You I, I, We might not <laughs> know actually,
3: if they're in the playoffs. That's a good
4: comparison. Um, yeah, the Red Sox, very, very, very uh, boomer bust team. And, you know. Every time they win a big a big game, I'll hear about it from Ryan. But, uh, but it's, they're average. They're not they're nothing great, but they're not too bad. So, average is the perfect
0: spot for them. All right, this team maybe oh. some controversy with this. The best team in baseball record wide sitting as undefeated, the Tampa Bay Rays. And I actually saw this for my brother. That they're on pace to go 162-0 and outscore their opponents by like 200 something. Right now, they're outscoring their opponents 83-20.
5: So, does anyone know like what the best start in Major League Baseball history is? Because like, or t- to not lose a game, I mean.
1: Thir- I don't know. 13-0. So they maybe. Could. So they want to I think more on- by
3: the Brewers. But the and- thing is, the Rays haven't played anybody. They played the Tigers, who are the worst team in baseball. Played Oakland. I think Oakland is one of the worst. Yeah. They really haven't played anybody, but they are undefeated. You think they would drop one, maybe, but they didn't.
0: Yep. So, so to answer your question, the eighty-seven Brewers and the eighty-two Braves shared a record for thirteen and zero. So they are really close to there. Um, Check who they have next. I say right now they're in a series with Boston. They're up three to one right now in the top of the fourth. Um, I think it's a so, playoff team, in my opinion. They're definitely. I, think I they're don't def- think they're a
3: World
5: Series. I, I would put them. Yeah,
0: playoff. they're uh, they're definitely a playoff. Have made the playoffs last year. Made the World Series not that long ago, actually in two thousand twenty-one. I think it was against the Astros. What was it against the Astros when they, they
3: made the Braves World Series in twenty-one? Oh yeah, I don't think the Rays
5: made the World Series. Rays, I, uh, they they played got the Do- They played the Dodgers. Oh, they the played world the Dodgers okay. in twenty-twenty. Yeah,
0: that's what it was. COVID-19. I'm like they. I know they played it some year. Yeah. Um. All right, on to the next Minnesota Twins. Dylan's uh, roommate is a team. Is a fan of this team, maybe. Yeah, he is. He's both. uh, Caleb. Oh okay. yeah, Caleb Gilchrist.
2: Say, he's kind of a fan
3: of both the Royals and Twins because he's from Iowa. You kind of like you can go for both. I I'd yeah. say Quas would be more of a, a just a straight twin Twins guy. fan, but I I th- I think the Twins are
0: good. I don't know if they're playoff team though. Sitting at eight because they do play <laughs> in the Central. They're sitting at eight and four, the top of the or second of the American League right now. Yeah, I they might
3: fall. They have issues with injuries. I can almost guarantee Byron Bu- Byron Buxton is probably gonna get injured at some point. Correa might get injured. Pitchings are right; their aces, uh, Pablo Lopez. But I mean, they might make the playoffs. They might not. They play in the Central, so who knows?
0: I see them as a playoff team, honestly. But I'd, like they're what you're borderline the, playoff team. They're they're that borderline average
5: team, you know. I'd probably put them like after the Orioles if it was me. I think, but yeah, I'd put them in average.
1: Average.
4: I mean, yeah, I have. Uh Korea and Buxton on my fantasy team, so I'm always rooting rooting for them. And I'm, I'm a White Sox fan, so I probably shouldn't be rooting for the Twins, but you know it is what it is. So, but overall, I don't think they're too bad of a team. So they're they're definitely average.
0: Yeah, I'd All say right. about average. average team. They go. Uh, this team up next, last year's uh, World Series runner-up. Surprise! They, they made it as Series what the, the last the last seed, and then they were the seven, and they beat the Braves somehow, yeah. and then and, they cre- and then they got their way into the World Series. Could have won it, but then Astros had to come back and win. Uh, Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies sitting at four and eight right now. Not a good start for them at all. The reason why?
3: Because their best player Bryce Harper is out for a long time. So.
0: I think isn't it Reese what's his name? Reese, Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins. They do, they he's do have out. Trey now. Turner, but say so they made some big signees in the too. off season.
3: They have the players. just will they make it? I don't know.
0: And especially with a rough start now, but a long season go. I s I don't know. I thought they weren't even gonna make it in last season, so I would put him in the average tier in my opinion. I would agree with that. Probably average right now.
4: Um right now they're not looking too hot, but I am a believer in the Phillies. I I love them come postseason time. So they're they're on the, on the fringe of being World Series contenders, but for sure a playoff team in my opinion.
3: I mean, with everyone healthy, they're oh, definitely yeah. a World Series contender. Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, JT, uh, Reese eh, Hoskins. I mean, former uh, Nebraska uh, Alec Bohm. Do you think
0: <laughs> Is college Schwarber still on that team? Yeah, yes, actually, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, playoffs. Okay, so. Blake, we're kind of split here. You got Blake, playoffs you gotta make a average. decision.
2: <sighs> okay, the Phillies. All right. Well, you know what? Let's look at this real quick. Let's let me, kill some space. Let me just uh How about them Royals? How about them Royals? <laughs> you know, they're already in mid in mid season form. You know? <laughs> we'll get to them here soon. <laughs> it's not looking good. Well, we have more wins uh, in California I, than we do Missouri. What, what you guys are on the cuff of what? Of what? Again? Playoff so and Playoffs and average. average. I'm gonna go average.
0: All right. Top of average, then. All right, there we go. This team, I think we should all know it right away. I
5: think the next few might be in the, uh, the bottom. That's yeah, I'm assuming the A's so, come up, on now. The Oakland A's. I agree, Blake. Yeah, Oakland A's. I Hot think take. we're all unanimous. World Series champs. Yeah.
0: Booty, yeah. Booty, hole, or Booty terrible? hole. Booty hole. Booty hole. Booty hole. Booty hole. Okay. Uh,
5: Cincinnati Reds. They're not. They're not right terrible. On. Sitting at four and six right now. <laughs> it I could still, be worse. I still would put them just again long season I think a lot of I mean they could prove everybody wrong but I would still they they, could win the division
3: I know it's early in the season but they took the you know a world series contender the Atlanta Braves down to extras and well Sean Murphy decided to walk it off with the two run homer but
0: I think they're they're not booty hole bottom because that's like I I think that's terrible behind the Rockies yeah yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're booty hole what do you think Jake?
4: Reds are pretty bad, man. They they are bad. <laughs> they are uh, bad. But uh, yeah, terrible. Or booty hole bottoms, fine by me. I I, I, would, I would think they're better than the A's. So um, right now, probably terrible.
0: Okay. Right. Arizona Diamondbacks, a very uprising team. So a, few a few years away. A few years away. Years away. They're pretty.
3: Yep. They their prospects are coming in at a good time. Oh yep. god, this team. I
0: think they could Ooh, be a playoffs them. team, but I think a few years away is a good category to put them in, because of their prospects. Because like. They need to get a playoff spot. They are a playoff team, but maybe a few years away. St. Louis Cardinals playoffs. Pitching is
3: not great, but that can get better. I know Justice Rody has a lot to say about them, but yeah, he
0: loves them. Oh God, saying <laughs> at five and seven right now. Um, they could get better. I think they're going to be better. I think they're at playoffs.
3: Mm, yeah. I, I think they're I think win they're the division
5: still but I was going to say cuz that division isn't, you know, it's, strong. Reds, it's not of Pirates who and then the, the Brewers. The yeah, I would yeah. probably pick them to win that division, but I again, I don't really it's still early, but I mean, it, that divi- I guess with that I'd put them in the playoffs. But. That division is just up for grabs in itself.
0: Uh next team uh So playoffs? Are we yeah. I think um, we are put in the playoff spot this team. Probably I think the World Series favorite to win it all, the New York Yankees.
3: I hate the Yankees. I would probably want to say that, but they're they're definitely a World Series
1: contender. I agree, World Series contender.
3: I don't know if they're going to win it though. They have not the greatest luck, so
4: yeah, it's hard not to buy the hype. So they're definitely s- they're definitely up there, World Series contenders.
5: They're above mm-hmm. San Diego. I'd say that. I guess we don't really have those teams in order, but yeah, man, that's alright. I mean, we didn't yeah. do
0: that with the media media right. personalities. I think you we know, did it actually good. eventually. So oh yeah, at the end. Yeah. Mets. Yep. New York Mets. Uh, Justin Verlander. Big offseason.
1: Treasure. Sure. Um, I'd give them a few years. Mm. Average. Uh, average average.
0: to playoff. I think they're a playoff team.
4: They'll
1: make the playoffs. Uh, they're definitely
4: not an average team. They're uh, well above average, but I, I just don't see them going all the way or anything. So playoffs probably. I think playoffs. I think
3: playoffs. They're, not, cool. they're not at the lull Mets anymore. It's weird to see that. I know, right. Throws me off. Yeah, and they just had two uh, huge injuries. So, I mean, like, it's... That could really hurt them. That, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know Verlander's out for
0: a little bit. Mm-hmm. And at Diaz, so... Ooh. Well, at Diaz, that was before yeah. the season, mm-hmm. so... All right, this team, kind of, a little bit more controversial. Otani and Mike Trout... And nobody else. Carry this team. <laughs> Absolutely carry this team. The Angels of Los Angeles, 7-5, not too bad right now. <laughs> Average. Not even ever. I'd say a few years away. I think still. they're a few years. They got to. They got to. Otani's gonna leave. I
3: can almost guarantee that after this year, probably. So, well then, if, yeah. I I'd say still a few years away. But I, right now, at this point, I don't. You can't win games when you only have two pla- good players in your roster. Mm. That's literally that's it. So, I mean, what do you think, Jake?
4: Yeah, if you go if you go down down the list here, you go Shohei Otani, Mike Trout. Oh, World Series contenders. But then you go down the rest of the roster and how they've been playing their they're not not a good team at all. So I mean, they're 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 average or a few years away. That's fine, but playoffs no chance.
3: Yeah, and they play in a tough division. So
0: all right, Dylan, your team. Yeah, the Kansas City Royals. I think we as
3: this optimistic team. as I am, I say a few years away. But they're in the middle of between terrible and a few f- few years away. Like I, the prospects are doing pretty good. I think we found our new bullpen pitcher, Nick Eaton. He's a current infielder. He was throwing ninety against the Rangers a couple of days ago, but I'd, I'd I'd say about bottom of a few
0: years away are terrible right now. I think you're honestly a few years away. I I think that the Royals, you know, they were kind of that team that uh, expect, expectations were kind of high to start. They just haven't met them yet. But once again, long I didn't season. have high expectations. <laughs>
3: I, I the pitching hasn't got better. Granky's our ace. He's what forty one. Our best pitchers are middle, middle of the ro- middle in the pitching rotation with Keller and um, uh, what his name is. Oh my gosh, Keller is our best one
0: in my opinion. But I think you're a few years away. I think that your prospects will just do a good job or get better at least. And but, we still
3: have Salvador Perez. He has a couple years left. Bobby Witt. He's probably going to be our best player this year. He probably have the highest WAR. So I, I'd say a few years away. As optimistic as I am, few years away.
4: Yeah, um, as much as I want to say they're a terrible team, they're they, they're pretty bad, but they're not as bad as <laughs> we're making them out to seem. Uh, I've watched one Royals game this year, and they won, so maybe I'm a good luck charm for them. Uh, Which one was keep that?
3: watching. Was the one when we were in Kansas City? Yeah. <laughs> we were watching. We were all watching that. So.
4: Yeah. Uh, so they're they're definitely on the longer side of a few years away, but a few years. I'd
3: away. say they they are behind the Angels and Diamondbacks, even though I hate the fact that we're behind the Angels for how bad they are, but. All right, this next
0: team, um, Oh, the, Cle- the Cleveland uh, Guardians. Uh, say, yeah, the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, so they're they're so- my pick to win the Central. I think they're the best team.
3: I, I don't think the White Sox are. It, it is between the Twins, uh, Guardians, and Sox, but I think they're going to win the division. They won it last year pretty easily. I think they'll do it again. I mean, J-Ram is one of the best players in the league, so... And pitching's pretty good.
5: A few years away. Where have, what? Where do we have twins again? Oh, average. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would put. They're them in not the worse than the Twins. <laughs> I uh And yeah. that's coming from a Royals
3: fan. I'm sure he would say the same thing. He's a White Sox fan.
4: <laughs> I agree with you, Dylan. <laughs> they are
3: playoffs. They're not World Series though. They're no no Central team is going to win the
5: World Series for a while. So I feel like it's always at least the last two years for Mariners fans. They were kind of hoping that they would. Match up against whoever won the Central, just because they didn't want to play Houston or the Yankees. They're mm-hmm. like, I want to play the Guardians or the whoever won. It. I think they've won it the past couple of years, last two. So yeah, I, I think that's kind yeah. of who teams want to play in the playoffs. But that being said, I think they're a playoff team just because out of the teams in the Central, there they would be my pick to win that division easily. I it's not even close.
0: All righty, we are now winding down Ooh. to at least the last ten. This um, one's interesting. The Toronto Blue Jays. They are sitting at seven and four right now. Uh, personally, I think they are, I think they're the play a playoff team or maybe just average, fr- fringe
3: opinion. average playoff. Division's tough. I'd say that's that's a tough division. I don't know. That's tough. They have a lot of good players, but
5: yeah, just looking at the teams we have right now in those top two, I think I'd put them in the average category. Yeah. Yep. Average. I do.
3: I would. I would still put him behind the Phillies, but we can really. All right, Jake. I'm gonna
5: that? just hand it over
0: to you, a Chicago White Sox. White Sox. <laughs> unbiased, oh, please.
4: Oh man, it's gonna be hard to be unbiased here, but I'll do my best. You know, White Sox. Uh, I feel like they're like, like the epitome of average. Uh, they're a very average team. Like I've seen. I've seen them play, and one day they're like, I'm like, oh, this team is really good. They're scoring 11 runs with no, no home runs or. That whatever. was also and against then, the Pirates. Yeah, true, and then. Uh, they'll get they'll get swept against one of the bad teams. So I, I think they're average. They're they're probably going to end up below 500 again this year. But
2: I, I don't want to cut you off, Jake. But actually, I want to ask you a question. So why the White Sox? Can you tell me about that? I mean, just like you know, obviously you have the Cubs. You know, you know Chicago and everything. So like, why the White Sox?
4: Um. Well, it's actually a pretty funny story. Actually, my I, I didn't really care for baseball when I was growing up, but I had a babysitter, and their their whole family was like huge White Sox fans. So, pictures all over, signed memorabilia, whatever. So I, that kind of just like fell into my lap, and now they're in my they're in my team.
2: No, wow, that's that is a good story. I was just always you know curious because like I just I feel like they you know don't give much rec- recognition as you know the Cubs. Because I mean, yeah, but.
3: So, penalty uh, of Average, I agree with that. They're going to finish third and probably in the division
0: like they did last year. So... This next team, I think we should be in unanimous
5: decision. The Detroit Tigers—they the wor- might be the worst. They might be the worst team in baseball. Yeah, I think them and the A's, maybe the Nationals as well. But yeah, definitely bottom category. I was
3: yeah. surprised when I look at the standings today that the Royals weren't last in the Central because I thought at least the Tigers won more than us, but they didn't. They're two and eight this year, yeah. so bottom of the American. So other than the A's, so I, I they're booty hole bottom. I, that's completely biased. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, reigning champions, Houston Astros. I think they're still a World Series contender. Um that that pressure doesn't apply to them. They'll get they'll get Jose Altuvie back. Um and then they'll they be, be back
3: though. They did lose a big pitcher, so I don't know. They I still think they're World Series. That's just my probably opinion. but as much as I hate it, but they probably are. I don't know. Yeah, or at least the top of the playoffs.
5: Yeah, that I I actually think that's where I might put them. Just I'd probably put those top four above them for now. I think the Astros. Yes, they. I mean, they won the World Series last season. I think maybe a lot of people probably think this team won't be quite as good as that team. Uh, So I'd still put them above the Mariners. I think they'd be my pick for to win that division. But uh, I'd say playoffs. I'd say top of playoffs. Yeah, top of playoffs.
0: Playoffs.
4: Uh, I think playoffs, but they're definitely going to be one of the better playoff teams. I wouldn't want to play in the postseason whatsoever. So, yeah.
0: that's, they're just a playoff team. That's how that's how they roll. You know. I remember when they were
3: horrible, a couple of, uh, more than a couple of years ago, like about ten. But
0: yeah, all right, uh, final five, actually six team. You forgot the, you forgot the Rangers on this list.
3: I didn't put it on here. We'll just pretend that
0: they're yep. on there. <laughs> All right, uh, Pittsburgh Pirates actually surprised at the season, go, having seven and five right now, fourth in the National League. But I still think their best player,
3: O'Neill Cruz, is out for four months. So I, they're bottom, they're bottom. They're not going to be good without O'Neill Cruz, in I, my opinion. Yeah,
5: I guess now I, I wasn't aware of that. They, they I would have put him in the terrible. So he uh, broke category, his ankle. He's but, gonna be out for four months. He won't be back until August. Yeah, that sounds like a tough break. Then I'd put him at the bottom. So we put them in booty hole or terrible? Then? Terrible, bottom terrible. I
3: they're better than the A's and Tigers. I think they'll be better with even though they don't have an old Cruz, they'll be better than those two teams. So.
0: All right, San Francisco Giants. Uh, a few seasons ago, I think they won what a hundred and like six games or hundred five, something like that. Yeah. And didn't do good in the playoffs. Nope. <laughs> absolutely tanked in the playoffs. This could be a hot take. I'm not sure. This is baseball. I think they're a few years away. Uh, five and six right now. You know, they're developing players not too terribly far away from the playoffs, but they're not going to make it this year. I think they're a few years away. They
3: did lose two to the Royals, so... <laughs> that's if that tells good. you anything. Yeah, I think but against our best pitchers, away. though. So, to be fair, I don't know. And then they did beat us on Sunday, barely, though, because Chris Bubich was throwing heat and did pretty well, and then we the bullpen kind of ruined that for us. So... It's a put, fun it's a fun name to say. Gubich.
0: <laughs> <Boobage>.
3: Okay, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, next, next, on, next it's stage. not anymore.
5: <laughs> nope. All right, so what do we think and then? <laughs> I would uh, I would agree and put them in a few years away, maybe yeah. the top of that uh category there. They're better than the A's. Doesn't uh or yeah,
3: the, the Angels I mean. Yeah, here. yeah. Not the A's. I'm idiot. All
0: right. Mark Mark. Take it away. Uh a few years away. For your own team? No.
1: Oh, be, be, for my own team. <laughs> yeah. You're oh. I thought we were still talking about the Nope, guys. we're on to the Milwaukee oh, Brewers. playoffs. Okay. W- why? Uh, Well, they're the Brewers, and they're going to make the playoffs. More. <laughs> we
3: need more. Can,
1: you guys, I, I you need to
3: actually... Christian reason. Yelich, Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns. You do have two really good pitchers. Ain't Woodruff injured
1: now? He got injured yesterday. E, yeah, so it's like a 15-day IL elbow oh, inflammation. Brewers playoffs.
5: Okay, Average. so looking at the uh, list here, it looks like we have our, at least this is how I'm looking at it. I have my division winners, probably it'd be either the Dodgers or the Padres, and then the Mets in the East, Cardinals I would pick in the Central. So that leaves, you have three more teams. The Mets right? in the East? You mean the Braves? Oh, that's right. The Braves, sorry. And then we have, you have three more teams at that point, right? Cause, I believe so. So then you'd have the Mets, and then it looks like either the Dodgers or the Padres, so that leaves one more NL team. And so for me... Okay, actually, looking back on it now, I might actually put the Phillies in the playoffs and the Brewers in average, just so like that would be how. That's I would what happened it. last year, um, <laughs> because I just think the Phillies are going to be a better team. But uh, yeah, that'd be. A, I think those two teams would probably battle they're, it out for. They're the definitely last, like the same. For the last playoff spot there in the NL,
0: they're definitely the same type of team. If we put that Phillies in the average and they're just like the Brewers, I think we got to put the Brewers in the average just for that reason.
5: Yeah, I, that I think that's
3: fair. All right, so Brewers. I Average is that?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's consensus. Put them up there because with, they yeah. could, they can make the playoffs. All right, if we're gonna move yeah. Phillies to playoffs, yeah. Put Brewers to average Nationals. I think they're all bottom, booty, all bottom. they bottom. Horrible. They are. Sh- <laughs> Whoa, easy, Mark. We got Whoops. we got moms listening. All right, and <laughs> Cubs. We got the Chicago Cubs. Honestly, I mean people. I think they're they're right there. Good old. Trevor Darnell's team, yeah.
1: yeah, the Trevor Darnell.
0: Yep, and uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm split on either playoffs or average or a few years away. I'd say average. I mean they're they're sitting at six and five right now. Average.
3: A few years away.
4: I
0: don't know. It's tough. It it it's really great. tough. They're a tough team. I mean they're
4: definitely not terrible, um, but I wouldn't. They're not as good as I would call them average. Yeah, but, so probably a f- few years away. They'll finish third
3: in the division because the bottom two are terrible. But
0: so a few years away is the majority, then, right? Yeah, I would say that as well. And then so go right. over the list, we, yeah, yep. Yeah. But just yeah. curious though, we didn't go over this team, the Texas Rangers.
5: Oh yeah, Rangers. I actually think uh, I think they're playoffs. Years later, it, I think they're playoffs. I think they could make the playoffs. Looking, it looks like we have all six uh, AL teams. Or do We have the Yankees, the Astros, the Guardians. No, we don't. Okay. So Yeah, so Yankees... Yeah, I would put them in the playoffs then. Yeah.
0: They're sitting at 7-4 right now, and point differential is a 23. So that's, I think, their playoff team. All right. They'd be that last AL team. Yep. So recap, we're going to go bottom up, uh, booty hole bottom A's. Tigers, Nationals, Terribles, Rockies, Reds, Pirates, Fears Away, Cubs, Giants, Angels, Diamondbacks, Royals, Average, Blue Jays, Brewers, White Sox, O's, Twins, Marlins, Red Sox, Playoffs, Astros, Guardians, Cardinals, uh, Mariners. Mariners. I was going to say Marlins again. Rays, Mets, Phillies, and the World Series contenders, New York, Yankees, Atlanta Braves, Los Angeles Dodgers, and the San Diego Padres. Quite a good list. Did you
3: say the Rangers for the playoffs?
0: And the Rangers will be in the playoffs. There you go. That's bold. All right. So we're gonna take another break here and we're gonna go on to the topic of what Jake wants to talk about.
4: Oh yeah, we got the Masters.
0: Masters in the NBA playoffs. Of
4: course, of course.
5: the last take. This is Charlie and now we're going to talk a little bit about the Masters, which we had just this past weekend. Our guest Jake today, he uh, also follows golf. I think, I I thought I was probably the only one that actually watched I, I mean, and I don't even follow it that much, but the majors mainly and especially the Masters, but found out that uh, Jake and Trevor, but uh, they both followed Trevor, our guest last week. were following the Masters as well. Um, we had John Rahm, who was uh, the, the winner this year, uh, 12 under par, which I think there was there were a lot of questions coming into the uh, into this one. I think, you know, with the live uh, golfers now, we found out that they were going to be able to play. We had Brooks Kepka who was leading after the first three days of the tournament. I think a lot of people were interested to see how that would go. But a rough Sunday for him, uh, shot three over on Sunday, so ended up eight under. Um, but And uh, tie for second with Phil Mickelson, another live golfer as well. But uh, Jake, just wanted to get your thoughts on the uh, entire tournament here. I know we were we were talking a little bit about Victor Hovland earlier, so you can give your thoughts on it.
4: Yeah, it was a good weekend. Uh, look forward to Master Sunday, uh, the other 51 Sundays of the year. So I had a good time. I, I was enjoying watching that for like seven, eight hours because uh, we had to finish round three because of the rain. And then... So it was a, a lot of extra golf that we got. So I was pretty stoked about that. Um, but yeah, uh, like you said, uh, a lot of controversy with the live guys. They've had three guys in the top five, which uh, doesn't look good for the PGA, but ultimately PGA John Rahm. So he, he took home the W. So, cause that's a big win for uh, the PGA. Uh, you just mentioned Victor Hovland. Uh, he was, he was my, he was my, uh, my pre master's pick to win it all. So if you could imagine, uh, I was pretty stoked after Thursday, and then Friday didn't go so well, and then round three, he rattled off five straight birdies. Once again, feeling it. Got back into it. Got right back into it in contention, two strokes back, and then he kind of fell apart in the fourth round, starting with the sixth hole, got a double, and then had a couple bogeys following that. But he still finished in the top ten, so it wasn't a complete loss of a a prediction, so I'm, I'm pretty happy.
5: Yeah, uh, so, I mean, we had a, a three-way tie at the end of day one with Victor Hovland, John Rahm, and Brooks Kepka. They were all seven under par. And then just, it was interesting. I I think you mentioned, you were telling me earlier, you know, if you're, you're, your pick in this case is leading after Thursday... You're excited, but at the same time, it's like I don't want them to be leading after Thursday because I want them to actually win the tournament. If that's your pick, so it's interesting, and I don't know how many times it doesn't seem like it's very often where whoever's at the top uh, ends up actually winning it. But John Rahm was seven under, and he just continued throughout the entire tournament, which was pretty impressive. Now, say so. Who's the guy that was in front? Who was who? Did you just say that was? Like uh, he was in front for the whole whole
0: whole time until round 4. Yeah, that was Brooks Kepka. So, uh, do you would you say obviously, I mean, uh, uh, so you got to explain to me like I'm new to golf, obviously, but like would you just initially say he choked it with the plus 3 and then well, would you say he choked it or did John Rahm just like played better with shooting under 3?
5: Yeah, honestly coming into it, so he had a Kepka, I think into, because they played 30 holes on Sunday. Yeah. uh, Yeah, because they were in the same group Saturday. So they played, it was a lot of golf on Sunday and I think at the start of the day, was it a two-stroke lead or a four-stroke lead for Kepka?
4: It was, I I can't remember off the top of my head, but he was definitely, definitely at least a few ahead.
5: I think it, yeah, I want to say it was a two-stroke lead, but I'm not sure.
4: I think I think what it was was it was a three stroke lead, and then Kepka missed his par putt on the 18th of the third round. So he entered the fourth round with a two-stroke two stroke.
5: Two behind. Yeah. So at that point, I, honestly, I just think John Rahm, he was kind of, we were talking a little bit about it earlier, very deserving champion. Um, I just thought he was even coming into the day up behind a little bit. I felt like he was going to probably still get right into it there I honestly I wasn't really sure how Kepka was going to perform he just kind of through the first three days really uh, really played well but then Sunday uh, as I said three over so he didn't really play as well as maybe I as I thought and maybe others thought as well I, I thought it would definitely be closer in the end but I wouldn't really say you, you could say it was I think some people would say he choked I wouldn't really go that far just because it wasn't a huge lead uh, John Rom, you know at any moment I think a lot of people were expecting him to just go on a run there and he just had a great final round uh th- he shot three under Well, Kepka uh shot three over that day in the fourth round so uh yeah I think he'll definitely in even after the uh tournament you could definitely tell Brooks Kepka, he w- you know he's ready for for the other majors he's uh definitely on the rise again there was a a show there's the new show some of the listeners maybe have heard of it full swing on netflix um few of us have watched that and just last year it kind of talked a little bit about the pga championship and uh how he just hadn't been performing at the level he wanted and now he's just he's you know maybe getting back to that level because five years ago he was the best golfer in the world or i think it was four or five years ago and just he was seemed like he was unstoppable there. one. I think he's won four majors or something. so definitely um definitely getting back into it. We'll see how it goes the rest of the uh, rest of the season. Just looking down through the rest of the leaderboard. a few other storylines. Rory McIlroy missing the cut, or I guess, you know, he a lot of people just he he's looking for the career for the career slam, but yeah. the masters. I, I don't know. He just can't seem to get the green jacket. We'll see if that if that happens someday. And then also, uh, Tiger Woods as well. He barely made the cut.
4: Yeah, made it on the number. And then uh, round three, uh, he couldn't he couldn't finish. He he, uh, he aggravated the plantar fasciitis he had, uh, so he wasn't able to go on. But I'm really happy to see that he made the cut. Um, so that was that was pretty exciting. I know the golf world is always rooting for him. And uh, Charlie, let me ask you this. Uh, I, I know before the tournament even started you were high on uh, Wills Alatoris but unfortunately due to a back injury or whatever uh, he withdrew. How, how good do you think Wills Alatoris would have played with all the rain and uh, just in general?
5: Yeah, I think uh, I think he was my pick prior to the tournament like you said um so I was I had high hopes for him. Really I think the biggest question with him is just his putting. Just he's really not at the same level in my opinion as some of those those other guys I feel like you know, it's always in the putting, you gotta you gotta make those, and just you know, you saw it at the uh, US Open last year, had a putt to force a playoff, it was, you know, it's not an easy putt, but just, you gotta make those if you wanna win a major, and I, I really don't know how he would've performed, I think I was going out a little bit, you know a lot of people were maybe picking Scotty Scheffler coming into the tournament John Rahm, you know, those guys were top two in the world coming in so I think uh, I'm not really sure how he would have performed. I was just I uh, had high hopes for him, but unfortunately didn't go well. and now he's uh, unfortunately out for the season as well, which so not not gonna win a major this year, hopefully sometime. At least I was glad that he won his uh, fir- got his first win on tour last year it was at the very end of the season. Uh, it was the uh, was it the I forget what tournament it was. It was the one in Memphis, like third to last. But uh, so at least he got his first win on the PGA, and uh, now just hopefully we'll we'll get that first major win at some point.
4: His time's coming for sure. Yeah, Uh, I know he's he's a young star who's I we still haven't seen the best of his game yet. Once he figures out how to putt, uh, it's going to be really dangerous for the rest of the tour. Uh, And one one more thing worth mentioning is a lot of uh, people, uh, golf fans around, are kind of giving criticism to uh, Patrick Cantlay. It took him nearly five hours to complete a round. There's multiple clips of Hovland, who he was playing with over the weekend, on the green and Patrick Pe- Cantlay still lining up his shot to get onto the green, his approach, and just taking forever to walk to his ball. Too many practice swings, too much time to set up. What do you think about that?
5: Yeah. Set a set a shot clock or something like that. <laughs> they, uh, I know Brooks Kepka after the round, he he was asked about that and. Talked about how John Rom went to the bathroom like seven times, and they were still waiting after that. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that he was. I think he responded to it today too, as well. In some quote, I forget what he said, but it wasn't. You know, yeah, I, I guess when you're in the, uh, he was in the, was it the second or third to last group uh, uh, at that yeah, point? Yeah, it was.
4: It was Rom Kepka, and then the next group was uh, Hovland Can'tley.
5: Okay, so, yeah, second to last group. That's right, because they were right behind him. And, yeah, I mean, he's he's taking his time, I guess. And I think even Hovland was kind of, you know, I don't know. You can make all the arguments on how that affects everyone just because you're waiting around and all that. And Victor Hovland, you know, who is, he was paired with there, probably thinking, you know, let's go. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess... That's just how it goes, but definitely I know a lot of the a uh, lot of the fans and uh, Brooks Kepka and probably others as well were just uh, you know not too happy about that. But you know he's in the second to last group, and I guess he ended up finishing uh, shot three over on the day, finished three under, so that was in a tie for 14th. So he actually ended up dropping quite a bit there, uh, kind of like Victor Hovland as well. So uh, yeah, I guess. We've got. Uh, Let's say, I just got one more before we can transition. If that's right
0: with you guys, uh, amateur Sam Bennett. Uh, I think he's the next rising star in golf. Honestly, love him. Uh, absolutely love him. First round, he was four under, um, and then the second round, he was actually eight under. And I think he was kind of making that uh, the front, the leaderboard, you know, rising up there. Kind of struggled in the bottom, uh, bottom two rounds, bottom th- round three and round four. Uh, but I just want to hear your quick thoughts uh, about like. About him and what he's done, he, I think he actually said Masters history uh, this year. Uh, but I just want to hear your overall thoughts on this kid. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, he was one of the lowest amateurs ever, and you know I was watching him very closely. Um, he goes to Texas A and M, so there was I mean he won he won the 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 U.S. Amateur, so I mean obviously he's a good player. So he got that the the, the automatic invite to the Masters. You know, shot a four under. Uh, Thursday was it and then people are like oh like okay like everyone can have a good round you know some days you're just on and sometimes you're just off so everyone's like, he's gonna fall off missed the cut absolutely not he absolutely uh, shot another four under on in round two so he was he was cooking still and then round three and four he kind of fell off a bit but that doesn't take away anything from him I think uh, I agree with you he's one of the rising stars and I can't wait to see him uh, on tour in probably a couple years
5: yeah pretty cool to see him just in that uh, I guess he was on day, on Saturday he was in that second uh, second group just crazy to see only an amateur so definitely uh, excited to see how, how his career continues here and I don't know up next we've got the next major is the PGA championship that's in I think about a month from now it's in Rochester New York I believe so uh, we'll see uh how he how he does there and how the rest of these guys do there but I guess now we we, we move on here and uh just three more majors still and excited to see how everyone does all uh, right so yeah so, you can go ahead yeah
0: um I'm gonna so we uh Jake another thing that he's passionate about is the NBA uh, I know early in the season I think well I mean you and Logan will be watching it on TV and then I would come in every once in a while but I still had to take that Zion Williamson as a big as a bust. Um I mean he just injury prone uh my he's a good player when he's healthy but he's just too injury prone. He hasn't really done a lot and now a quote from him that just came out says like I'll play when I feel like myself again and like just see, we'll see how that goes. Um but big win for the Atlanta Hawks over the Miami Heat. One sixteen to one hundred five. Matter of fact, I was listening to the Draymond Green podcast t- earlier today, and the Atlanta Hawks made a announcement saying that the green light for Trey Young was uh, he can be traded. Uh, don't know why it was before the playing game, but I mean, obviously Trey Young popped off twenty five points, twenty five points, eight rebounds, seven assists. But Clint Capella, on the other hand, he had twenty one boards. Uh, that that was huge for Atlanta. Tyre Hero twenty 26- six. Holy cow, I didn't realize Kyle Lowry Lowry of the Miami Heat had 33 points in 33 minutes. Um, Played like a dog, Tyler Hero, 26 points, 6 rebounds. And then, obviously, I think the bigger, more uh, intense game was the Lakers-Timberwolves of the night. Oh, yeah. That
4: was was a good one. I know. I I was watching it. You know, it got... (laughs) Couple people on our floor, big Lakers fans. It got pretty loud up there,
0: uh, <laughs> and some Laker haters too. <laughs> Laker
4: haters for sure. Uh, one sitting right to my left, Mark. Uh, but yeah, it was a good, it was a great game all around, and the Lakers were able to pull it off in overtime. Uh, probably should not have gone to overtime, but Anthony Davis, uh, he almost uh, blew the game for him. But luckily for him, that uh, they move on to face uh, was it the Grizzlies?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, they will be, and then Timberwolves. Uh, we'll have to play for their lives uh, for the eighth seed right now. Uh, your Chicago Bulls are playing, not doing too well. Uh, 58, 70, four, 58, 47 at the halftime right now. Um, I mean, obviously it's only half a basketball, but Demars dropped twelve six and two. Uh, Nikola Vucevic eight five and three. I think if we, he needs to get more offensive rebounds. Uh, Zach Levine only nine nine points. So, uh, just keep it going. Um, hopefully, they can pick it up. The Raptors, on the other hand, I mean, what a game so far for Pascal Siakam. 20, he has 20 points, uh, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Fred VanVleet, I know we were talking about him earlier. He has 14, 6, and 3. So, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on um, this upcoming game coming up with the Thunder Pelicans. Because earlier in the year, I remember you were hyped about the Pelicans. And said, "I think you said that you, that they're the team coming out of the West." That yeah. was early in the year, though.
4: Yeah, way to bring way to bring that back. Uh, actually, yes, that that is true. I did say that. Um, does it remain true? Do I still think that? Absolutely not. Um, but yeah, one of my uh, two teams coming out of the West it was either the Clippers, who uh, that remains true. I, I'll, I'll stick with that pick. I like them. A Lot and then the Pelicans, you know, it just wasn't a good year at the end of last year They kind of they kind of found their stride and they were looking really good Alvarado was playing really good Herb Jones was playing really good. Obviously Brandon Ingram. They didn't even have Zion Uh, And they had uh, Valanchunas and just all around their team was really good Um, But they were on just it it didn't go to go uh, as well as they might have hoped this year Uh, they play the Thunder tomorrow uh, actually later tonight and uh I am taking the Thunder in that game, unfortunately. Uh, If you asked me two months ago, three months ago, I absolutely would not have said that. Uh, But here we are today, uh, and I'm actually rooting against them in the play-in game.
0: I mean, the Thunder, that's a team that I kind of follow all around. It's The first half of the season, before the trade deadline, they were kind of like a little bit tanking. Uh, I think tanking for victor is the big thing. Um, an NBA executive said that, I wish we didn't win so many games so we can get Victor, you know, because he's people thinking he's legit. I mean, when you have a seven five person who can play guard and shoot threes, um, he's a big place, uh, big ball player. Then they started winning some big games. But then I thought they were going to lose their playoff spot um, after the Mavericks. Uh, you know, they're kind of struggling a bit. And then I thought they're going to pick it back up. Uh, but the Thunder started losing some big games, especially to the, the Pacers and then to the Suns. And then to the Warriors, and it's like, all right, they have to win against here. The Jazz got that big one there, and then the big one against the Grizzlies to eventually seal the deal and knock the Mavs out. Um, Mark, you are a, a passionate Milwaukee fan, and the Milwaukee Bucks right now are first in the East. Uh, do you think they have a shot of a title?
1: I do. <clears throat> Giannis for MVP.
0: Anything else? That's it. Keep going. No.
1: <laughs> uh, we got. We got to hear that. We
0: got to hear your passionate spirit that you've been talking Milwaukee,
1: about. Milwaukee. Milwaukee is going to win the title. Why? It's Milwaukee. It's Giannis. Giannis is going to carry the team. Giannis is. That's it. Who else? Um.
0: I mean, don't you have this guy named Drew Holiday?
1: Yeah, there's Drew Holiday. Middleton. Middle. Yes, Chris Middleton. You're right. Yeah. So. Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks Giannis six. for title and Bucks and six So you're not scared of
4: like the Celtics at all the mm, No in the East. I'd, be, I I'd be
1: scared
0: of the Sixers more than the Celtics I think Joel Both Embi- of them I think Joel Embiid is deserving MVP this year uh, James Harden has control Controlled the ball a lot Not made a lot of turnovers um, I'd be more scared of the Sixers I think the Sixers are going to win it this year honestly that's
1: bold. Go Bucks.
4: I mean, if I'm being completely honest, uh, the I feel like the Bucks, especially, they're, they're really as good as not, not Giannis, not Middleton, but it, I feel like it really comes down to if you dig deep in, it's going to come down to Brooke Lopez, Joe Ingles.
0: Mm, no, no, not really. Uh, I think no. Brook Lopez is your X-factor this year. Yeah,
4: if you look at the games against the Celtics, he's, he's pretty much been a non-factor. Um, he's supposed to be their best def- defender uh, on the team. Him and Giannis together are supposed to be the, this powerhouse defensive duo. But against the Celtics, uh, it just hasn't looked that way. And it's hard to, to see him being able to stop those high-caliber players like Joel Embiid. Uh, so... I guess for, I guess only time will tell. You know, I get the Bucks are the one seed for a reason. There, it is the playoffs. It is the playoffs. Anything can happen. Uh, yep. So yeah.
0: Well, except an eight seed, eight eight seed beating the one seed. That's probably the only thing that will not happen. So.
4: Uh, you never know. The Bulls could the Bulls could uh, come back against the Raptors here and then take
0: down the Bucks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's both. what I'm
4: hoping for, but it's not gonna <laughs> happen.
0: All right. Well. We'll have to see about that. Only time will tell. So, we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, Jake, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you, Jake. Um, you know, <laughs> it's, you. it's a pleasure to have you, and especially talk about uh, other things like the Masters, you know, something that we don't really talk about here. Uh, so, yeah, signing off it is Charlie, Blake,
1: Jake, Mark,
0: Dylan, and Pandy Gumod. Have a good rest of your day, folks, and we'll catch you on to the next one. one.